This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Come to the question of Rechitza. Rechitza, the Shulchan Aruch says that you're not allowed to wash any parts of the body. It's not a complete body only, also, but you're not allowed also any part of the body. So therefore, the Shulchan Aruch says, you're not allowed to wash any limbs of the body, even a small finger, whether you're using hot water or cold water, even though it's not necessarily for pleasure, one is not allowed, allowed to wash any parts of the body. And therefore, when one wakes up in the morning and he needs to wash how would he do that? How would a person wash in a way that it would be mutar. So you need to know that many of the things actually are mutar because they're not necessarily which means if one wakes up in the morning and he wants to wash just to take off the tumah, that kind of is mutar to wash on, on Tisha B'Av because all you're doing is just washing off the tum'ah that's on the hands. Same thing would apply if one went to the bathroom, is allowed to wash his hands because that's the way you're trying to take out the tum'ah and clean your hand after the bathroom. Same thing would be before tefillah, the halacha requires every person to wash his hands before he prays tefillah. And therefore, on Tisha B'Av, that would be allowed as well. This is how the Uchashuchan writes, this is how Kafachim writes, and those halachot are permitted in, the, in such a way. But when you do it, the halakha is that you need to do it up to kishrei etzbeotav, which means up to the knuckles, the end of the fingers, where it connects to the hand itself. And therefore, one should wash only up to that part, and not more than that. But it says in the Ochot Rabenu, in the name of the Chazonish, that one doesn't have to be very, very precise, make sure that it's exactly here. Rather, he takes the negavasar, he washes over. If it gets a little bit over, that is fine. You don't have to be medakdek exactly where the water goes because that's not called rechitzachetanuk. Since you're washing it and you're required to wash it for the things we mentioned when you wake up in the morning, when you come out of the bathroom and when you're ready to, get to, to pray. So therefore, that's not called rechitzachetanuk. Even if it gets a little bit over, it's not necessarily davar asur, it would be mutar. So therefore, that would lead us also to other heterim that one can do when he needs to wash any part of the body. And that is what it says in the Shukhan Uchin Siftet. If his hands, or any other part of the body, would be dirty, he's allowed to wash the dirt. Once you're washing the dirt off the body, or let's say it's on the hands, as the Shulchan Aruch is talking, you can't wash the whole hand. You have to wash off only that part that got too dirty. Once you wash that off, you can't keep on washing those places. So this is something that one needs to be careful. And the reason it will be mutal to wash the dirt off is we explained before, and the Mishnah Bua brings here, the only rechitza that Chazal restricted is washing that brings you pleasure. But if it doesn't bring you pleasure in any way, rather just takes off the dirt, that's mutar. And therefore, 
נשים המבשלות צריכות לרחוץ הבשר, אף שממילא רוחצות גם ידיה, מותר. If a woman washes uh, the food that she needs to prepare, so let's say she has meat that she needs to wash it, or anything else that she needs to wash, that's fine, although the hands are getting wet. So that would be nafkamina, for instance, for a woman that wants a diaper, her kid, or she needs to wash her kid, and with that, the hands are also getting a little bit washed, that would be mutar, and this halakha would continue, that one can take that also, it's something that's on the hair, that normally you would consider hair parts or the beard part also as part of the body that one is not allowed to wash normally, but if it got dirty, we're saying over here that it would be mutar, but again, when you wash, you have to wash just whatever's needed. If one has a headache, a very strong headache, and he needs to wash his face in order to let go of some of the pain so he can continue fasting. So then the, the Gilion Marsha says that it's allowed because, again, it's not considered washing of Tanug, rather it's washing of Tzar. Now, if a person has a headache, that's definitely uh, requires it, or sh- we should take a Tylenol at that moment in order to, for the headache to go away. And if the headache doesn't go away with all that, it could be that it would be exempt from the Tanit altogether because it would have of Mitzrael or of a person. So at the point that he needs to lie down, that's is a sick person. And one sick, he feels that he needs to go and lie down. Shmuel Kaminetsky says that it's not that uh, measurement, it's not that shiur, rather it's not like on Shabbat in Shin Kafred that over there that's the deen of somebody who's considered cholesh and musakana. Rather anybody that gets weaker than the regular, although he doesn't have to lie down, that's already good enough for him to go and, uh, wa- and, and uh, break the fast when he becomes so with such a headache or with such weakness or anything like that, like for instance, dehydrated that becomes dangerous, person that starts throwing up or anything like that. Uh, katan, the, a, a little kid also should not wash on the tanit since it's not something that he must do. Magen Avraham says it's better that he should not wash. And the only thing that you le- you, you, you'll be able to wash a katan is under the age of chinuch, or that he got dirty, as we said before. If a kid can tolerate it, he's not obligated to, uh, to, to suffer on Tisha B'Av, but if he's not in a need to go and wash on Tisha B'Av, he doesn't need to take a bath, so it's better that he shouldn't wash on Tisha B'Av. If it's a hot day and he's very sweaty and it's hard for him, then you can put, it, put him in a bath. And therefore, uh, we said overall that one is allowed to wash uh, the food, how about doing dishes? So we need to know that cleaning dishes, we're saying that if it has food over there in places that bugs could come, definitely would be mutar to wash. But overall, a person should not be wasting his day uh, with doing housework. And even ladies in the house should not do housework, as it's brought down in many, many sfarim, that all kind of housework should not be done, especially before chatzot. It's better even not to do it after chatzot, although there are some women 
that the Sfarim bring down from Italy and other places around the world that feel that after Chatzot, since the Mashiach is born, they're going out of their way to, to rob and clean the house very, very well. But the Poskim say that that's not a minhag that should be practiced, and one should avoid doing such work. But if one needs to do some things, he should leave it for after Chatzot. So therefore, if a woman needs to cook food, the Halacha in Shulchan Aruch says that one should not pre- You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.